0: Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bath Fitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bath Fitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bath Fitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bath Fitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bath Fitter, it just fits. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Band presents Schlereth and Evans. What? It's Friday already? Already? <laughs> oh, this is great! This is awesome!
1: Wow!
0: Yeah, this week's flown along. Yeah. Weekend's here. It's gonna be some nice weather. Warming up a little bit. Enjoy it. It was nice this morning. Oh, it was, oh yesterday was so nice. Yeah, yesterday was so beautiful. nice. Today's gonna be gorgeous. I'll probably go for a walk today. All right. Well, we'll first turn this up. Yeah. Come and go. Come 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 come, come and go. And with that, we are off and rolling on a Friday morning. Good morning, 6 a.m. listeners, best of the bunch here on the fan. Great to have you uh, here with us as we uh, kick things off And Is It Just Me Friday, where we give you a chance, as always, it's a tradition here on the program where we give you a chance. Well, it's just stuff that has picked up over the course of the week, uh, that you just need to, uh, get those, get those hot sports opinions off your chest. They could be, uh, stuff that you listened here, read, watched, saw, picked up on, whatever. And you just gotta, just, you, you gotta weigh in. And so hit us up on the text line, ronaldslaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. It could be about anything and everything. And just give it to us in the form of, uh, is it just me? And, uh, curious to see if you are as, Did you get a good night's sleep? I hope you didn't. Uh, Not like, not as like I wanted to. No, no, I did not. I did not get a. I mean, I went to bed. I got in bed at six forty five. But we watched that movie you suggested. My wife and I. Oh, your place or mine? Yeah, your place or mine. Little uh, Ashton Kutcher and uh, not Reese Witherspoon. Who's the other one? Yeah, yeah. Was it? Yes. Yeah, and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, cute little rom com. Yeah, it's a little rom. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was you know out of the classic genre rom com. You know? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. It was. Uh, my wife liked it a lot. I. I. It was entertaining, but I stayed. I stayed awake the whole time, so I. I. We didn't turn the TV off until after nine. Wow, I know you so stayed awake. Yeah. Wait a minute! You stayed awake while you were laying down. I know which is, Bear doesn't do that. No, not normally. normally. That's why I always watch movies I've already watched before. So I can doze right <laughs> off, and then I can wake up in the middle and go, ooh, I like this part. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my strategy. All right. But, well, uh, you've been very punchy. You were very punchy yes. and entertaining yesterday. Yeah. yeah, Uh My wife was was driving into work yesterday listening to us, and she said, Mark had me cracking up with his whole Boizillion thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm speaking tonight, apparently. You are speaking tonight? Yeah. Let me see that. What is that? That's oh, the yeah. uh, the chili cook-off at... Uh, yeah, a speaking engagement at uh, Parker uh, Evangelical Presbyterian Church. If you'd like to come by, all right. Find, Six to eight thirty. Yeah, you can find tickets there on uh, online uh, somewhere at PEPC maybe. Yeah, slash events. Okay. Guest speaker Mark Schlereth. All right. I just opened up my uh, I opened up my handy dandy notebook and. Uh, Boom! Lo and behold, that they, didn't, was... they didn't send you a reminder like, "Hey, you ready to go tonight?" or something like that. Just uh, no. I had a meeting. I had a meeting earlier in the week, but I, that was earlier in the week. They might as well have been last year. So I opened that up, and there it was. So good job, by, good job by me. That's planning stuff. That's not planning, but planting stuff. Um, you know, in in plain sight, so you stumble across it. Now you have your regular speaking shtick, right? You have. Sort of your your routine your act. Um, you tell the stories. Yeah, I you know you always have stories, but I it's never I never like some people can a speech. Right, I find that disingenuous. Honestly, I don't ever can a speech. So you have an outline, but you're prepared to go off off well one, one of the things i do when when i when i meet with like a corporation or company or whatever i always say hey man where are you guys at as a company and where i was three months ago may not be where I am today, just in things that are going on in my life and things of that nature and things that I want to talk about and things that I'm studying and and whatever. So, but I always sit down with the group and say, Hey, what do you guys want to accomplish? Who are you guys really trying to target within your organization? Who really needs to hear the message and what is that message that you need? So I try to individualize it or uh, tailor it uh, based upon the individual company that hires me to, to speak. So anyhow, that's so no, unlike trying. unlike Mike Shanahan the other night where all you got was a great meal. This is this is Mark Schlerth. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that was completely unprepared. Mike was totally prepared. Mike pulled out a piece of paper. Now he didn't ever look at it, but he had a whole outline. It looked like it really looked like a call sheet. It oh, really, really Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Staring at it. Yeah. Boy. And then and then and then Mark Steron, who uh, is the owner operator of Shanahan's. He had a whole thing typed out. You know what I had? Nothing. Nothing. i to absolutely think, of, what are you going to do? Nothing, and you'll I don't I don't like it. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do it. So, yeah, boy, nobody, nobody, I mean, nobody, maybe in the history of the NFL, has looked harder at that play sheet than Mike Shanahan oh, used to. Yeah. Oh, he would look at that thing. Like it was just like, speak to me. Yes. Speak to me. Yes. What should I call? <laughs> it's like looking into the Oracle. Mm-hmm. Is it just me, Friday? Here we go. All right. Is it just me or you and Stink don't realize Russell Wilson is Donovan McNabb 2.0? wake up and see the parallel between the two. Well, I'm looking here. First of all. A couple years ago, Russell Wilson threw 40 touchdown passes. I'm looking for this, this like, huge, huge arc, this huge plateau that uh, uh, Donovan McNabb was at that he fell from so suddenly. Let's see, he threw in his third to last year, he threw, threw 22 touchdowns. The year before that, he threw 23. Uh, then he dropped off to, to 14 touchdowns, and then the year after that, he was out. So he did... He did, uh, I guess, fall off quickly, but not as precipitously as you'd be predicting Russell Wilson to fall off from where he was just a couple years ago. From I that think, standpoint, it's different. I think. Well, I think what you're what you're essentially saying with Russell Wilson and and this to the texture is that Russell Wilson only relied on his athleticism. Is that what you're saying? Is that that he is. Like, as soon as Donald McNabb lost his athleticism, then he was done. I, w- I will just tell you, and I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and bash on Donald McNabb, but late in his career, Donald McNabb wasn't interested, I don't believe, in doing the work. And I'm not saying that was early in his career, but late in his career, it just wasn't. Listen, man, there ain't nothing wrong with Russell's ability to work. To prepare to study now, if you're studying stuff and you're working on things that you aren't capable of doing, you know what kind of fruit you're gonna. I mean, you're that, that's poison fruit. That is rotten fruit that you're that you're producing. So redirecting that, redirecting that effort, redirecting that work, redirecting redirecting what what it is you're trying to accomplish, and then and then using your athleticism to your advantage. When you need it, like, those are the things that you have to do. And there are ways, Mike, there are ways to construct your quick game and, like, everything to make it more uh, beneficial to Russell and, and his style and what he does well. All right, we're off and rolling on and Is It Just A Friday. Uh, keep those coming in. We got some uh, good Michael Malone sound as he fired back at Nikola Jokic critics. The trade deadline is today in the NHL. Do the ads have any more moves up their sleeves? First, though, Troy Rank will join us coming up live from the Combine in Indy next. When the day is done, the game is over, and you need a break from all the stress, relax in your tub or shower from Bath Fitter. Bath Fitter will fit your budget with a price match guarantee. No money down, no payments for up to five years. Get the ball rolling. Visit bathfitter.com today. Schlereth and Evans on Denver's Sports Station, 1043 The Fan. Happy Friday, everybody. Is it just me, Friday? Giving you a chance to get those hot sports opinions off your chest. Hit us up on the Ramoslaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. We're going to uh, hook up with Troy Rank here in a little bit. He's out at the Combine. So we'll do that uh, here in just a little bit. But in the meantime, uh, back to the... Is it just me? Is it just me? Or does Mark's voice seem like he could do a really good Christopher Walken impression? Hmm. Oh, you whether I'm, you know, mimicking, uh, like, Boss Skaggs or who else do I sing? Uh, oh, Gordon Lightfoot. I mean, I've got a great Gordon Lightfoot. You know who I'm really good at? I'm really good at Neil Diamond. Are you? Oh, my gosh. It's just, I mean, nailed it. Really? Yeah. Nailed it. Are you ready to do some now, or do you need no, to like warm probably, up a little bit more? A walk-in I could probably Maybe do. Maybe a little a later. I could probably do a walk but I'd, I'd probably have to listen to his voice first before I miss yes. it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, his is his is, his is difficult to do. That's, that's not an easy one, though. Hmm. Yeah, we'll the see. whole cadence and everything yeah. that he does. Uh, all right. Well, maybe we'll, we'll definitely hear a little Neil Diamond later. Oh, Can't wait yeah. for that. Right now, we'll hear Troy Rank. He joins us, Denver 7 Insider, presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air. Okay, Troy, uh, impressions from a uh, week spent at the Combine. What do you got?
1: Well, again, John Payne's in charge. Mark talked about this. You know who's the guy when he walks in the room. Uh, one of my lasting memories of the Combine is he had not talked to Sean Payton in that podium setting. He shows up nine minutes early, and he talked for 24 minutes. At one point, one of the NFL staffers said two more questions. He looked down at him and said, I'll decide when it's over if that's okay. <laughs> 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 it reminded me they gave me Mike Shanahan vibes. like He's in charge. And I asked him about Russell Wilson and his dinner. He did not give Russell Wilson flowers. He was like, I wanted to talk to Joe Montana. He wanted to talk about the season. We'll talk about that later. And that's what it needs to be. It needs. You guys have talked about it. It's got to be accountability. I've said this. It's got to be less about Russ, more about us. And all those things you can see taking shape. But I know Mark believes this. It's organic. It takes every day. And when everything matters, eventually you look up. and You're like, okay, we're in a better position. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. Other takeaways from the combine are they're going to have to add a running back to protect himself if Javante Williams isn't ready. They desperately need Randy Gregory to be healthy and play, and they're going to have to reshape their offensive line, and that's not easy to do. They're going to have to hit on at least one draft pick on the offensive line, if not two.
0: Do you get a sense that they're targeting somebody? You go back to Sean Payton as uh, as the head coach in New Orleans, and and they always felt like, they targeted a, a guy, like there's a guy they like in this draft. Do you get a sense that there's a, a target that they have? Or is this just about, you know, getting volume and, and trying to find a player or two that uh, can play?
1: I just get a sense that Sean Payton's going to have a heavy influence on who gets drafted. When you look at his drafts in New Orleans, I think there's like eight of 16 drafts where they drafted offensive linemen. Broncos haven't taken a tackle since 2017, Mark. So I get a sense that they're going to try to draft an interior lineman with one of those first two picks, 67, 68, somebody, a, a plug-and-play type guy, uh, because I don't know if Dalton Reisner comes back. I hope he does. I love Dalton Reisner, the person. He might be the best person I've ever covered in professional sports. But if he's not back, you got to plug that hole. Holes, you need to be healthy. Glasgow is either going to get cut or restructured, and he's going to have to compete for a job, and you need a right tackle. But I do think there's somebody they would like to, and in the interior line specifically, maybe right tackle. There's a kid from Maryland, a right tackle, that might fit. Right tackle's tough, though, because when you say, oh, there's going to be one on the board at 67, it only takes a run on that position, and then there's no one left. And the last thing they need to do is reach for somebody there. You've got to take the best player available. And I think that's going to be an outside rusher or an inner, interior offensive line.
0: Troy, are the Broncos making a mistake letting uh, Draymond Jones walk?
1: Yeah, I mean, listen. He's hitting free agency at the right time. He's probably their third-best defensive. He is, for me, he's their third-best defensive player behind Patrick and Justin Simmons. He's a remarkable inside rusher. Could he be a little better against the run? Yeah, I'm sure he could. But with Darren Payne getting franchise tagged, he's the best guy in the market. And talking to sources very close to Draymond, there's no reason for him not to test the market at this point. You get this close, unless they want to pay, you know, four times, 17 or 18, why wouldn't he test I, I know they would prefer to try to get him at four times 15. I don't know if that's possible. And there's going to be a line there where they walk away. What would be unfortunate is the entire reason, not entire reason, a primary motivating force to trade Bradley Chubb was you weren't going to pay him the $63 million he got guaranteed, was to clear up money for, Dr- for Draymond Jones. So if they both walk in the span of, what, six, seven months, that's tough. That's tough. And that's, they don't have a lot of depth at the defensive line. So to answer your question, it would be difficult given their lack of depth at that position and the way the whole cards were supposed to fall to let him walk. But they got it to this point. If they really wanted him, they should have signed him during the season to avoid this.
0: I think they have four days left on the franchise tag. They've said they don't plan on using it. Could you see them have a change of heart and just slap a franchise tag on Draymond Jones?
1: I don't see it right now uh, based on conversations on sources on both sides of the equation. Uh, They just don't think that if they franchise him, there would be enough to enough good. It's not even goodwill. It's just, he wants to test the market. And if you franchise tag him, he's basically saying, here's my value. So the danger is, you know, he sees what his value should have been. And then you don't get a deal done by July 15th. And now you have him sitting there at $18.9 million as a defensive end uh, that's not restructurable. You can't move that money around. Everyone's like, oh, just put it on the franchise tag. Again, you can't move that. The cap is monopoly money, but not when it's a franchise tag. So I don't see him franchise tagging him. I see him testing free agency. And you just say at that point, it's the market sets his value. So anytime the market sets the value on your player, it decreases the chances of him returning.
0: Yeah, no question about it. Hey, Troy, man, we appreciate you. Uh, welcome back to Denver. Thank you, guys. Take care. See you. Troy Rank joining us uh, from the uh, where he's been at the Combine all week, presented by Denver 7, uh, from Denver 7, our Denver 7 Insider, presented by ROX, Rocks, Heating, and Air. Coming up next, we got the morning brew for you. Michael Malone has Nikola Jokic's back, plus tough, tough break for the Rockies before the season even begins. Details next. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of Joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Michael Malone! As Nikola Jokic is back, all these critics chirping at Jokic's MVP worthiness. So maybe like, they're just tired of this player, non athletic player from Sumbor oh Serbia, continuing to kick everybody's ass. Maybe people have a hard time with that. I don't know. But for him to say that, hey, you know what, I'm patting my stats, yeah, it probably signals that maybe something touched a nerve. Because he knows that he's a basketball purist. He's not doing anything to pump his own numbers up. It's just not in his nature. And um, it's silly to think otherwise. Meanwhile, Nikola Jokic named the Western Conference Player of the Month as he uh, stat-padded his way to 22.6 points, 14.2 rebounds, and 10.2 assists during the course of the month. I mean, when you stat batting, it's easy, you know, so... Yes, of course, I mean, it's true. (laughs) I love it. What's his head? What's the guy's name that we've been making fun of because he's an idiot? Perkins. Perkins. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins. Come get a taste, Kendrick. When you stat batting, it's easy, you know. That's right. you just that batting. Dude, Kendrick Perkins looks like an idiot, doesn't he? He looks like an idiot. An absolute idiot. Absolutely. If because here's here's the thing. The the people out there in this in this business who say things for shock value, they they have enough behind it that they can sorta of sell it. Mm-hmm. The skip Baylesses, the Nick Wright's, the, the Stephen A. Smiths of the world, they, they have just enough. Dmac. <laughs> well, let's let's not go crazy, but Perkins—he did the best players on the Broncos draft yesterday. Did you hear that? Well, I know it was something that Zach and Stokes started, so they right. did it too. Yeah, yeah they did it. Like Who was his first? It was pick? kind of the combination of the of Zach and Stokely's show, and and Dmac came in. You know, they do the like crosstalk. His first pick was a uh, Brett Ripon. Gotta have a quarterback. Uh huh. I can't even explain how stupid I am. Yeah, it, me, me neither. I just have, like, I don't, I don't, I, maybe I don't understand the exercise, the drill. But Perkins just, Perkins is, an idiot. he's just, he's just, it's it's dumb, it's stupid. He, he has nothing to base it on. Nothing. No. Absolutely nothing. Well, I just, yeah, you hollow accusations. You can accusation. just, just tell. You can just tell. What do you mean you can just tell? Mm hmm. Come on, man! Come on. Next on the morning brew today is the trade deadline in the NHL. I've constantly refreshing my TSN Center trade tracker because trade deadline day in the NHL is a national holiday in right. Canada. It's all following. They... You gotta just you gotta go to yeah the ESPN of Canada is yeah. TSN right? Trade Center with a R E at the end. Yeah. Do you expect the Avalanche to do anything today? I do. I, there's a, a little part of me that just feels like they're going to make some. I don't know. That it's going to be a big move, but there's going to be a move made. Don't you feel that way? God, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think so. Really, I don't think so. they done. I think. I think now they, they may go out and add a a depth like bottom six forward, a mm-hmm. uh, you know, third pairing defenseman type. Just to be sure, but I, I don't think we're going to see anything significant uh, in terms of adding to the top two lines, either a center or a winger. Yeah, I don't know how many. I don't know. How, I, I don't know who would be available to do that, and and who's looking to sell right now. I mean, you got to ask yourself that question. But yeah, I I hope. I'm hopeful. i I think something will get done. I don't know that it will be significant. How about that? I think they're hoping their big <clears throat> deadline acquisition is Gabe Landeskog. Yeah, who did skate again yesterday? And according to those that were there, looked a lot more fluid than he did the other day when he skated. So still a long... comeback. Well, you're into playing the uh, NHL, right? <laughs> yeah. Still a long comeback. Do you know he has not... Remember, he sat out a good chunk of the final part of the regular season last year before coming back for the playoffs. Right. And he has not played a regular season game since March 10th of last year. How about that? Are you kidding me? Since March 10th. I'm reading directly Almost from a full year and I played in the playoffs. At denversports.com. Uh-huh. I'm uh, reading my guy, Jake Shapiro. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he says that uh, Landis Gog actually hasn't played in a regular season game since March 10th of 2022. Yeah. He's just a playoff guy. Guy. I wouldn't put it past him wouldn't put it past him next on the morning brew tough luck for the Rockies and uh, Brendan Rodgers, who after getting off to just a horrific start last year uh, battled his way back had a really solid season won a gold glove yeah. and was really looking forward to taking his career to another level instead he hurt his shoulder diving for a ball Come on, dude. It's spring training. Don't be diving for balls in spring training. But uh, hurt his shoulder, and he is facing surgery, and and, and he he could be out for the rest of the season. Bud Black on the injury. Results were, uh, to put it
1: bluntly, not what we had hoped for. A little bit more damage than uh, we thought. We were hoping for the best on this one. Uh, We didn't get that news. Multiple doctors read the imaging we're gonna have one more doctor look at it but there's a scenario uh, where he's potentially headed towards surgery ah man that
0: stinks it does cause he was awful awful through the whole month of April last year and then just turned it on and and really like he really played well and he dug himself out of it I mean he had he had like a point something ERA No, <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, he had a point. Something bad. Average. <laughs> no. Friday. Yeah. No, I know. I know. But I just yeah, thought. Maybe. I know.
1: It, 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 it was a good. It,
0: it was, was a good play. It was. It was. A, it was, was, it was, it was a C you know, effort. You know what? That was a heat check. Yeah. You know, that's like you got one last week. Mm-hmm. You're feeling good. You're like, hey, I've hit my last five shots in a row. I'm going to hoist one up from about 35 feet right this now. This is sad. Heat yeah. check. That was a heat check, right? Yeah. Now. I, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Okay. Just see if I'm on fire or not. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm not. I, you know what? I felt that fouled out a little bit. I went to first base with you. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Excuse me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dick shot. <laughs> uh, well, maybe first base. That's yeah. about. That's about it, though. <laughs> uh yeah, Brendan Rodgers. Well, yeah, that's too bad. I mean, he ended up hitting. You know, hit like you said. Well, he only hit 266. Well, he started at like .89. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you want to look at where he was last year at the end of, uh, what, April? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the end of April, he was hitting 078. 078. At the end of April. That's not like four at-bats either or 10 at-bats. That's like pretty much a three whole weeks of at-bats for Rogers. He was 078. Oh, oh, he was... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, to, to hit 078, you have to go 4 for 51 in the yeah. month of April, which right. is what he did. Yeah. Next on the Morning Brew, Sean Payton taking his entire staff to dinner tonight at the Combine. Apparently, that's a, right. a tradition that he had in New Orleans. And he's uh, taking the whole staff, which, considering how quickly this... Well, not how quickly, and it was a drawn-out process, but because there was... Uh, uh, uh An element to putting the staff together, where there there are a lot of there are a lot of moving pieces, there are a lot of people that were talked to. There is a a strong mixture of veteran and youth to kind of get everybody together, have a good time, relax, have a few cold ones, and and just kind of get a chance to to talk and know each other. Smart move on Peyton's part. Yeah, it's, it's just another way that he builds, you know, camaraderie that he builds culture that he does the things that. Uh, that I believe are required to have a good organization. So, uh, just another one for all the Sean Payton wasn't our first choice people out there. Sean Payton is, you know, Sean Shady, Sean, like, you know, for all those people, just another, uh, like another shot to your yarbles, just one more kick to your clackers. Now, will for the morning brew. Bring that to each every morning at six thirty. It is, an is it just me, Friday? A lot of good ones rolling in. We got some ads. We got some nuggets. Plenty of Broncos. Russell Wilson. More critiques of Russell. Come on, what? When, when is the Russ hate going to end? That's next. You're listening to Schlereth and Evans on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. Friday, everybody. Let's uh, have some fun here. Okay, let's get loose. Yeah, you might as well. We like your text, your is it just me's with plenty of opinion mm-hmm. and plenty of snark and humor. Uh, here's one. Is it just me or is the thing that the Abs need the most the same thing they couldn't make happen in the offseason? Nazem Kadri. Well, that ain't. I mean, that ain't happening. They're, they're not trading their one. You didn't sign him because you didn't want to spend all the money on him, right? And he got paid like a number one center. He's not a he, he's number two center, but he got paid that way. He, you avoided that contract And the more than the money. You avoided the years on that deal. i, I may have Do you remember how many years? Did he get like an eight year deal or six? Yeah, it deal? was. It was a deal that was not going to age well. Right. Okay. <clears throat> but the argument was okay. You sign him to a contract that's like six, seven years okay, maybe it's not going to age well in the final two or three years, but man, for those first three or four years, you got a guy who, while you're in a championship window, yeah, will help you win more championships. Let, let, and will it be worth it at the end, even if that contract doesn't age well? Hindsight, as we know, they always say it's 2020. Should they have signed him? You know, as you look at this team right now, depth injuries, where they're going, their road to the Stanley Cup finals, who they may play in the East. Should they have signed him? No, because at the time I thought it was the right move. I still think it was the right move because when they chose not to re-sign him, I agreed with it for the reasons I just laid out. But secondly I was confident that they would be able to still go out and and make a move if necessary to bring somebody in that could have some somewhere similar to his impact Without having to have the long-term contract investment, so that it would be somebody that could come in and help you while you're in this championship window, right? But not somebody that you'd have to lug around for a few years where he's well past his prime. Isn't it worth lugging around somebody for a few years that's not well that's well past his prime if it means back-to-back Stanley Cup championships? It's a good. It is. It's a fair argument. I, I'm not going to lie with you. Uh, yeah. It's. It's. I mean, knowing what you know now, knowing that Patrick Kane went to the range, yeah. knowing that like like uh, who's the guy from St. Louis that you well, Ryan O'Reilly, yeah, Ryan O'Reilly, Jonathan Tays no longer was in play, Bo Horvat, those kind of guys, would I have sucked like, it knowing up? Knowing knowing what you know now. Boy, oh, that's a great question. That's a great question. You know, I've lost. I've often talked about FM picks. You know, when you're in a championship window. Yeah. You don't know how long it's going to be there? Go for it. <sighs> like, if you're a Rams fan right now, would you give away your world championship for a bunch of picks? Right. They, of course not. No. Obviously, you you don't have any idea what those picks were going to amount to. Boy. It, I mean, hindsight being 20. Hindsight yeah, being 20. Yeah, with the benefit of hindsight. Right. Hindsight being twenty twenty, You traded away. You traded away. Von Miller here for the Broncos. And what did you get in return? Uh, Wattenberg was a pick. Nick Benito was a pick, right? And I, I think you've got another third-round pick coming this year. Like, like seriously, like you look at those picks and what they, what they became. Would you look at that and go? Ooh. Now I understand there was money involved. And you want to get rid of the money and all that stuff. But again, the the pick thing doesn't scare me. If that makes sense, it's a it's a good debate to have. He signed a seven year deal making about seven million per. And while that doesn't sound like a lot of money, mm-hmm. hockey is not the other sports. Their salary cap is going you know, whereas the NFL salary cap is going up by several millions of dollars. I think the expectation, the hope is that the NHL salary cap will go up by one million dollars next year. Mm-hmm. Whoopee. Yeah, whoop do. doo. Boy, it's a good one, bud. If you could tell me that, all right, he signs a seven-year deal. He's thirty-three, and over the next three, four years, he helps you win another cup or two. Another cup. Let's say, let's say, the next three years, you win one cup, yeah, and you also go back to the the Stanley Cup Finals. So, two of the three years, you're with the understanding that the last four years of his deal, 35, 36, 37, 38, he's making $7 million, but it just does not age well, and it's, it's an anchor that you're lugging around? Mm-hmm. Again, I thought that they would be able to go out and get somebody to make up for his impact. They haven't. If they don't, tell you what, check back with me after the trade deadline passes, because if they don't do anything, then, yeah, I, I would say that they, hindsight being twenty twenty, yeah, they should have done it. Yeah, just an interesting conversation. It is no, it's a, it's, it's a kind fair. of like the Draymond, the Draymond Jones conversation, right? Like if if truly the the whole thought process was let's get rid of Bradley Chubb because Bradley Chubb we're not going to pay him that big money. He hasn't aged well. He's had a bunch of ACLs and a bunch of issues, so we can save that money for Draymond Jones, and then you don't get a deal worked out with Draymond Jones. Now I I don't know what went on behind. Closed doors. Maybe they try to get the discounted deal, and he looked at himself and said, "Dude, I'm eight weeks away from free agency. Like, pounce in. I don't uh-huh. even want to talk to you guys. And I don't. I don't blame him. I, honestly, I don't blame him. But I don't know. That's a. That's another one of those. That's another one of those tough ones. Yeah, getting some reaction on the text line. Is it better to move on from a player a year earlier than a year later? Yeah, but this isn't the case of a, no. a year-to-year thing with right. Naz. You're you're talking about a seven-year deal right. that over the first half of the deal, you can feel real confident about it. The second half, right. not so much. But is that a deal you're right. this is well, willing to make? This is not a 36-year-old pass rusher who who just had one of his most productive seasons, and you're like, yeah, but we could see the signs. And the way we had to manage his health over the course of the week, and the way... Right. like, And and he only played, you know, 27 snaps a game and we got to put him in great situations. And you're like, let's somebody else sign that three year deal on that. You know what I mean? That's that's not the same deal, because Naz is still a really productive player and would be a much more productive player here than he is in Calgary. Because in Calgary. He's got to be on the first line here. He'd be a second line player. Uh, is it just me or you guys are making too much of the Brendan Rodgers injury? Oh no! Now the Rockies won't win seventy games. Oh, the humanity! <laughs> actually, I okay, like that. that's good. That's actually well, good. We snark. asked for snark, right? Yeah that's, yeah, that's actually good. That's actually good. Well, no. Here's here's why it's a bummer because, and it's up to you as a Rockies fan how much you want to invest in this team right. this year. But they are selling you on hope. They're selling you on a another new youth movement. This is like back in the day with Todd Helton, Todd, and the toddlers. Mm-hmm. They're selling you on another youth movement, and there are going to be some young players who will flash at times during this season. And your hope is that we see enough young prospects to think, okay, there's a pretty good nucleus being built here. And Brendan Rogers was going to be part of that. Yeah. And that, that's why it's a, okay. a bummer. Let me tell you from my perspective for the Rockies why it's a bummer for the Rockies. Because even if you're a diehard fan, you watch a lot of Rockies baseball, Mike. Oh yeah. In all honesty, off the top of your head, quickly, name five guys. Rogers would be one of those guys. One of those guys. Charlie Blackman, Chris Bryant, Rogers, and then you know some of the pitchers. You know Marquez, Marquez, Kyle Freeland, uh, Daniel Bard. Um, yeah, and then it, like <laughs> right, then it starts. So, to, but you Then think, I have to start thinking a little bit. Right, but you think about you think about. I, I mean, I watch Drew Romo, the catcher. Yes, dude, I will watch <laughs> ridiculous amounts of Rocky baseball, especially early in the spring until you know summertime rolls around and spring training starts again. And I'm the same. Like, beyond Rogers, name name one other good young positional player. Honestly, man, I. I can't. <laughs> so can't yeah. right. So there goes one, one guy that you maybe can, you the handful oh, hey. you, you can name. Yeah, right. four down. Terrotummy. Uh, t- Teri- did I just say <laughs> four down? Teletubby. <laughs> what just? How did I get tummy out of that? Well, I don't know. Four down. tummy. I. Teletubbies were kind of scary. Oh, the Teletubbies freaked me out. I don't like. The I tub. did not like the Teletubbies. I'm not. I was not in the Teletubby did generation. Not, and we but, we were talking just last week about how good kids' TV has been oh, over yeah. the last twenty years. Not the Teletubbies. Have you have you had a chance to kind of download and watch uh, Bluey? No, I have not yet. You got to get some bluey in. Okay, this weekend. That's your sign. I'll tell get you some what. Bluey in. My wife's going out tonight with some friends. I have nothing to do. I'll sit down and binge bluey. Okay. And yes, right before the Nuggets play. Binge <laughs> that's right. I'm bluey, gonna binge bluey. Binge bluey. Learn some life lessons. Yep. And then, boom, move on. Binge bluey, and I'm gonna binge on Nikola Jokic. Mm. Four down territory. Coming up next. When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit BathFitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits.